happy 2019. Hope everyone was happy and had fun when they stayed up till 12. It's Tuesday, January 1st, 2019. So here are some facts about New Year's that I have found. Fact number one, the Finns do it the weirdest. In Finland, each each New Year, family and friends gather to burn metal in a pan for a ritual called Malibrigamusi. The Finns ex- inspect the shadows of the metal cast by candlelight as those shapes are supposed to predict the future. Although this metal is customarily called tin, it's actually sometimes lead, which among other things is known to spark severe metal illness. That might explain why this ritual has persisted for hundreds of years. And while that's all pretty well and weird, the Finns aren't alone. Equiandorans burn paper filled scarecrows. The Swiss drop ice cream on the floor, and people in Siberia plunge into frozen lakes while carrying a tree trunk, all to ring in the new year. Fact number two. The eighth most common New Year's resolution is to improve a relationship. Only around 40% of us will even make a resolution, while nearly all of those vows err on the side of improvement. Start exercising, improve your fit finances, and quit smoking. The eighth most common resolution is to get along better with someone else, according to a 2012 Harris poll. So what's the number one New Year's resolution? Weight loss. Duh. Fact number three. We celebrate on January 1st because Julius Caesar said so. Why does the new year begin on January 1st? Because our contemporary Gregorian calendar is based on the Julian one, named after none other than the big Cius, and he made January month numero uno, which is Latin for number one, by the way. Fact number four. But New Year's used to be on March 20th. The first indication of a New Year's celebration crop up around 2000 BC in the Middle East, or as it's known in ninth grade history class, Mesopotamia. At that time, 2000 BC, not ninth, not ninth grade, each year began on March 20th, also known as the vernal or spring equinox. That's the one where the sun crosses directly over the equator. Nowadays, celebrating New Year's is illegal in much of the same region, Saudi Arabia. Fertile Crescent? more like festive crescent fact number five january is named after a god with two faces we have ancient rome to thank for our year beginning in january the roman god the month is named after janus was described as having two phases that's not a caddy put down either we mean he literally had doubled the mug when decepted in ancient roman art one of janus faces looks forward while the other looks back you know like how you do on new year's mad metaphorical fact number six southerners eat black-eyed peas on new year's day for good luck thought to have been derived from a jewish new year rosh Hashanah custom americans in the south annually gobble black-eyed black-eyed peas most southerners and many historians maintain the tradition began to take hold stateside when the first shepherd jews moved to georgia in the 1730s by the end of the Civil War, the Rosh Hanasha tradition had, invo- have, had evolved into a widespread practice in the South, enjoyed by both Jews and gen- Gentiles. Fact number seven, the ball drop is over 100 years old. Before Times Square was home of the M&Ms, naked cowboys, and hard-hanging middle-aged men in Elmo costumes, it, is what, it was a classy little bit of a town called One Times Squared. Its first New Year's ball drop took place December 31st, 1907. Since then, it's tumbled down every year, 
save for a couple during World War II, over a million people flocked to watch every December. Fact number eight, the New Year's kiss has been around since the Middle Ages. Historians reckon that the New Year's kiss is derived from either German or English folklore. It was a tradition in both. Both customs contended this. The first person you encounter in a new year will set that year's tone. So, if the person you encounter likes you enough to make out with you, things are looking pretty good. Or maybe you're just looking pretty good. Fact number nine. The only other people who still say, who still sing Auld Lang Sien are Boy Scouts. The lyrics of Auld Lang Sien, which we can't abbreviate because ice, bucks, because ice buckets, are from a 1788 poem by an old Scot by an old scout called Robert Burns. Well, well Burns attributed the lyrics to unwritten remarks by an unnamed old woman, but a few graphs of it is very clearly near verbatim resemble a poem called Old Long Cien. Written in 1711 by a man called James Watson, it's assumed Burns at least wrote the rest of it. Things like, It's thy sweetheart now grown so cold, that living breast of thine, Catchy. Apparently, the Boy Scouts of America sing it at the end of their jamborees. Now you want a things you don't, you didn't know about Boy Scouts, right? Fact number ten. Nearly a quarter of you are gonna PTFO. About twenty-two percent of Americans cop to passing out before the clock strikes twelve. Unless you're Cinderella and you got a buck before your whip turns pumpkin, there's no excuse. Being conscious to recognize midnight is the whole reason there was even a party, man. That and eating all the pigs in a blanket. Am I right?